something. It's like a podcast, but it's a vodcast, so you can listen and watch. It's like news talk or sports talk, but it's life talk, so we can walk the road together. On today's episode, Leon Logothetis, author, producer, and host of the Netflix series, The Kindness Diaries, joins us to chat about the very real power of kindness. Ultimately, everyone, irrespective of wealth, irrespective of age, irrespective of color, irrespective of religion, just wants to be seen, mm-hmm. just wants to be valued, just that's wants to true. feel like they matter. That's exactly right. And that's, so that's really what it's all about. Thanks for joining the conversation. Here we go. Okay, so here's your choice. Yeah, you don't have to wear it though. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. I'll wear it. Have you been to Chick-fil-A before? I have. Do you like Chick-fil-A? Yeah, it's fun. Neon Logothetis is a global adventurer, motivational speaker, and a philanthropist. It wasn't always that way. He used to be a broker in the city of London where he felt uninspired and chronically depressed. He gave it all up for a life on the road where one adventure was fueled solely on the kindness of strangers. Do you want to know anything about us? Uh, really. What inspires <laughs> you to be kind? What inspires me to be kind? I think mostly because honestly it would be the kindness that the Lord has bestowed upon me quite frankly. I'm overwhelmed by it and and it is so much more there's so much more freedom in being kind than ever watching out for yourself. I think that's like a prison and I've watched that prison hurt my kids and so it's even more real to watch what kindness does. It's so powerful. It's very true. It can change lives. What about you? What What inspired me was, you know, as a kid I felt very alone. I felt unseen. Oh, so um, true. And certain people did certain acts of kindness to me that really changed my life, adults as well as kids. And I wanted to go and give it back as much as I could and to receive it as much as I could, to be honest. Do you find it's harder to give it or receive it? I think it's harder to receive it. I wondered that about you because I was like, how did you, in your show where you traveled around the world, to experience and, and just to kind of live out kindness, you had to ask somebody everywhere you went for things. And I'm like, that had to have been so hard. It, it is, it is, it was. And there were moments when I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Thinking. But then you end up meeting some special people and uh, it just reinvigorates you, gives you more energy. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I wondered about the times when you got denied or had to sleep in your motorcycle, and I wondered if you were frustrated. Was it times like that you're like, what have I done? Oh, <laughs> or was so it the rejection of people not trusting you or thinking you were up to something? Both. Like, it's not easy to be rejected, um, as everyone knows, every human being knows. And it you, isn't. Yeah, when you go out into the world and you put yourself out there, you're always ultimately going to get rejected. But when you put yourself out there, magic happens, and this moment is magic. I mean, you know, we don't know each other, but you know, we're, we do know each other. Your kindness is, is, uh, is uh, very much appreciated um, on a heart level. And that's really why I pretty much say yes to everything, because you never know who you're gonna meet. And you never know, in each person you meet, you can give something back, but also you receive a lot. Yes. I receive a lot when people come from their hearts and when they come 
from a place of love. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. How did it feel as you watched, as we watched the show, and Larson knows, we've got little Larson here, and she knows, you know, she wasn't crying like mom was, but they definitely <laughs> saw there was a theme and a thread going through that probably was hard to experience and, and magical, like you said. For us, we were watching and crying going, whoa. Like, you couldn't have seen that coming. Like, the people that yeah. ended up saying yes and who you ended up extending the kindness to, it was unbelievable. Um, and I think that's what's having so many people watch and share it and talk about it on Facebook and why it's probably growing even now. So how was that to be a part of that and watch it experience Look, it's it? A, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing to go out into the world and to connect with people. And it's an amazing thing to receive love from people. Um, it's an amazing thing to be connected to something that's far greater than ourselves. And for me, when you're connected to people, you're connected to a wonderful energy that uh, is uh, healing. Um, and for me, personally, I needed to be healed and I used going out into the world and, and meeting people and coming from my heart and allowing others to come from their heart to heal me. And now I choose to do my best to heal others as much as I can. Who of all the people would you say that one stuck on you more than another? Would that uh, be fair? Yes, Tony. Tony's yeah. the homeless chap. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, he, he was someone who he gave the, from absolutely exactly, nothing. He had nothing. Exactly. Exactly. When he came out with the underwear, oh, I need to plug in. When he walked up with, you know, the one or two pairs of clean underwear, I just thought, oh my word, here's the guy with literally almost nothing. But that's it. I know. So how did you? I mean, that would be so hard to receive, but it was so important to receive it because it gave him exactly. in giving it to you. Exactly. It made him a person. Where he felt so unseen, you saw him. Yes, I think we both saw each other in that moment. Was there a place that you that really stuck with you as far as the countries you visited? Yeah, Bhutan um, is Bhutan. a place that has gross national happiness, where they determine the success of the country by the happiness of the people. Um, How do they measure that? I was just about to tell you that I have no idea. Okay. But what I will tell you is that the people that I met were just so beautiful in, in like a soul on a soul level so wonderful so kind um, I'm not saying everyone in Bhutan was like that I'm saying that everyone I met in Bhutan right. was like that mm -hmm. and so going back to when you began this adventure you knew that kindness meant a lot to you just from your own personal childhood experience with it what compelled you to actually quit and go kindness for around the world so I'd always loved adventure, uh -huh. um, and I know what it's like to be in pain, as many people do, mm -hmm. but I really know what it's like, and I wanted to create a show or a life whereby I went out into the world and had adventures, mm -hmm. whilst also giving back and also receiving, Yeah, because I receive a tremendous amount. I receive a tremendous amount today from sharing with those kids oh. um, and it only works for me if they receive as well because otherwise there's no point. Right, so explain that. Well look, I remember when I was, when I was 15, I went into a, um, an auditorium and I listened to a lady who gave a speech about her son 
Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, he died in uh, the Black Hawk Down incident. Wow. But the speech wasn't about his death, it was about his life. Mm -hmm. And it was about how everyone can go out and make a difference. Mm -hmm. And everyone can go out and live from their hearts and, and, and you know, really make a difference. And then that speech changed me. And you were 15, so were you a sophomore? Uh, yeah, I was a sophomore. Okay. I was, yeah, first year in sophomore. And it changed but, everything? Yeah, it, it, look, it didn't change everything, but okay. I had that moment that I never right. forgot. Right. It was like, wow, I can actually live a great life. Yeah. So I thought to myself, well, if that lady can inspire me, and she's passionate about what she's sharing, then if I became passionate about what I was sharing, then uh -huh. maybe I could inspire someone else. And if there was one person in that auditorium who felt the same way that I did when I listened to that speech from that lady, then it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, because then it multiplies, you're right. Yeah. You know, one thing I've noticed about you and the shows, and I think that a lot of people will say, well, I'm just not that way. You know, either I'm not good at that or I'm not a good conversationalist. And one thing you do better than a lot of people see is you listen. And you did a lot more listening than most people would think. And even in that first episode where it was the couple that had not, you know, you wouldn't have known to give plane tickets, and I'm giving away the, one of my favorite episodes, but <laughs> you wouldn't know what to give and how to love on people if you didn't listen and get to know them and their stories. And mm. so I think that's where that's a lot a of kindness begins, is just hearing people's stories and where they come from. And that's been a hard lesson for me because I'm a talker and I like to share and I like to, but you don't even learn how to connect with someone unless you listen. So was that something you just always done or that you learned through the tour? No, I was not a very good listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were many things I wasn't particularly good at. One of the things is I was in very, very shy. I couldn't, Seriously? yeah, I couldn't go up to people. I couldn't, do, I couldn't connect with people at all. Um, and for some Seriously, reason, yeah, I, I can't barely believe yeah. that. And for some reason, by going out into the world, I put myself in a situation where I was forced to connect with people, um, and I became less shy. But I'm really an introvert. I mean, that's the reality. Most of the time, I'm pretty quiet. Well, a lot of introverts don't like big crowds. Mm -hmm. Like I, my several of my kids are introverts, which I can't quite relate to. Mm -hmm. But I understand, and they relate to people. But they don't like big crowds. They enjoy something that's more, that has um, a lot of substance to it. Should we talk chicken? <laughs> Talking chicken. Larson's typed up her order here. She would like. Oh, Okay, so tell us a little bit about your books. So yeah, The Kindest Diaries is basically uh, the backstory of the Netflix show, uh, me traveling around the world on the yellow motorbike. And the Live, Love, Explore book is my way of helping people to um, believe in themselves and to believe that they can go out and live their greatest life. Um, many people taught me many profound lessons on my journeys. Uh -huh. um, and I share those profound lessons with others. Would you share a couple right here? If you had to go here, like the top two or three um, kind of lessons that would help inform you to live a productive and joyful life. Sure, I'd say one of them is to share whatever your big dream may be with at least one other person. 
like to tell them yeah. what the big dream is. Yeah, this is my big dream. I want to be a journalist, or okay. whatever. Because sometimes when you let it out and you share it with people, it becomes real. Mm. Um, as opposed to just sitting in the back of our minds and being a fantasy. Another thing I would say is to take risks. You don't have to take massive risks, or well, you can do those if you want. You can take a small risk each day to, to get closer to that big dream. Whether or not it's, uh, let's say, sometimes I share with people that, let's say, you want to be a baker. Okay. But you don't, uh, you have five kids, you have um, a mortgage, you have a husband, and you feel to yourself you can never be a baker. I would say go to Barnes and Nobles or to the library, get a book on baking, and start reading it every day. Mm. And after you finish that, do the next thing, which is maybe take a class and right. keep on going until you have the confidence and the courage in yourself to actually follow your dreams. So when people say, oh, I can't do this because of that, I say to them, I get it, but if you did something small every day, yeah. maybe you could, uh, you could find your way to doing something great. And I would say something else is getting out of your comfort zone. It's a, it's a cliche, but too many of us, myself included, you know, we, we, we tend to like get comfortable and through our comfort, we don't find the way to go out and really, truly live. Um, and that's why many of us have these moments, these not so pleasant moments that force us to actually change. Oh, because why people will say it's of because of the suffering or because of the hardship. Yeah. And you're saying you can do it today. You yes. don't have to wait. Yes, you can. Or you can wait until something bad happens. Right. Or if you're really unlucky, nothing bad will happen and you'll stay in your comfort zone for the rest of your life. Oh, is that not so That's true? So that is so yeah. true. And so even in your own life, you took the risk when something wasn't necessarily bad yeah. and you recognized just like an alluring, like just kind of like that hum of unhappiness or discontent or like there's got to be more. Yeah, I mean, look, for me on the outside, it wasn't bad. Right. But on the inside, it was. Yeah. So everyone has a a different way of you know experiencing something negative I was fortunate that I had stuff on the outside right I was unfortunate but ultimately fortunate that I had bad stuff happening on the inside uh, that I was kind of forced into using to go out and make a difference because if I wasn't didn't suffer if I wasn't in pain I don't think you I would have think pushed you myself. Done it. I really don't. Okay, no. let me ask you this. Did you get the inside fixed before you went, or was it the going that helped fix the inside? Yes, it was It was both, really. Okay. But the going really helped. Like, the lessons I learned on the road were just profound. I mean, the lessons I'm learning in this car, the lessons of, of love, the lessons of kindness. You guys don't know me, but uh, I can feel there's a lot of love in this car, um, and that's a beautiful thing. And, when I feel that, uh, I take it out into my everyday life, and I'm like, if, if I if I meet someone who's not kind or not loving, I'm like, well, I was in that car, and there was love. Yeah. So there is love. So perspective is a big part for you, and yeah. fighting for the perspective. Yeah. Where, when you talked about those lessons that you learned, what if you were in like, is there a specific country that you were like, okay, more lessons here, and that you would go, why? For example, would it be in a place where people slow down? Or would it be, I'm just curious if there's some 
commonality or a thread that you saw? Uh, look, the commonality and thread that I saw in all countries but that's, uh, was that ultimately everyone, irrespective of wealth, irrespective of age, irrespective of colour, irrespective of religion, just wants to be seen, mm -hmm. just wants to be valued, just that's wants so to feel like they matter. That's exactly right. And that's, that's, so that's really what it's all about. And I think you, um, for me, I've always thought, I think it crosses generations. I think it crosses income level. It crosses your age. I mean, everybody. And that's, you can see that in someone that's been, you know, as a multimillionaire, you can see that in someone that's homeless. It's just so interesting. Everybody wants to know that they matter and that they, so it, that was definitely a thread through every conversation you had. It was very interesting. Yeah. And the reality is that if we don't feel seen, we will do anything in our power to feel seen. And whether that means doing something bad, uh, we will always find a way to make someone see us. I, I wonder how many people I've walked by and never seen. Oh yeah. Um, and that's really about the fact that we just don't see each other. Mm -hmm. um, and love is, 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 is seeing someone mm -hmm. and really feeling like, you know, you guys have kids. Um, and I, I do school talks mm -hmm. and I know when a kid is loved mm. and I know when a kid isn't. Yeah. And love is one of the greatest fuels, if not the greatest fuel that you can give a kid. doesn't mean that it's just love and not discipline because mm -hmm. you need both. But if you give a kid love, a kid can fly. Yeah. If they, I do, yes. I do think too they have to be able to accept it. And sometimes experiences make it really hard to believe the love part. That's very true. You do have to accept okay, it. Okay, I think yeah. where y'all were headed, and Leah, I'm just saying for me personally speaking, I have, I have gone through seasons in my life where I've strived to strive to matter, and I still struggle with that of being seen and mattered and proving and all that stuff. And, and for me, it goes back to my faith of going, okay, God, does this really matter to you? And is it, um, and getting my identity from that? And so we can edit this out later if you don't like but how does have people really try to pin you on faith and has is that really oh, yeah. hard because i imagine as people were i mean it was like a a cool experience to watch god for me watch god kind of play out in your story through that and i know that when our school reached out there were you know you, you haven't been very specific on that has it been hard for you to dance through that as people um talk through faith we don't have you know, to put no, this in there. i don't care you can put whatever you want it's all good um look I actually, I'm not religious per se, but am I a man of faith? Yes, because you can't do something like right. I did and not have some faith in right. things are going to work itself out. And that that doesn't mean that. This doesn't mean it's just there were so many things that that happened that were beyond our control that someone or something must have been looking out because we were in Patna, India, a couple of days after, a bomb went off in exactly the place we were in. Wow. There was a typhoon that killed many people and it kept, uh, we kept on just being ahead of it. Um, and every time I do an adventure that involves giving back, we're just so lucky. Things always seem to work out. Mm. And I've done two adventures with, that didn't involve giving back. The first time, I nearly died in a car crash. Yeah. The second time, our boat sank. 
and I was like, okay. Like I your get boat it. sank? Well, it's, it wasn't really a boat, it was more like a raft. Good <laughs> 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 uh, for planning. A, a wooden raft. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, there's, there's something there, and I don't know what it is, but just keep flowing and hope it stays there. Well, I think when you bump up against kindness, it's like bumping up against love. Mm. If God is love, which in in the Bible itself, you know, God is love, then how do you interact with love and not interact with Him? You know, I mean, are you just so glad you did it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, it was life changing. You know, I opened bet. Up my heart in a major way. Just keep on going. I love it. I think the thing I was just thinking about is just so contagious. I think it's contagious. Kindness for is to, contagious. Yes. And I love absolutely when the very first Christmas we kind of started our truck as a family. I even forgot about who we were supposed to buy gifts for. It was like we were on this like high from just seeing what other strangers we could go out there and love on and just it becomes contagious and it's so fun. And I you know the verse is better to give than receive. It's like it's just is. You know, you start out there with the pursuit you, about you say else. that in there too, yeah. the better to give. Which is just it is a truth. For it's sure. So fun. So okay, fun. so if you were gonna leave our folks with something, what would be your little well our friend Brenda calls it a charge, which I guess that's what like a charge. Look, I I, I, I would <laughs> I would say simply if anyone tells you that you can't change a life by being kind, they're lying. Because you can. There you have it. So go out today and say something at least kind to somebody. And open your eyes and see. I mean, it's just, it's a gift. So thank you for doing what you've done. Thank you for putting it on Netflix. And it's inspiring and in the very best ways of inspiration for the stuff that matters in life. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. I know, it's so cool. I'm looking forward to our barbecue tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any dogs? No dogs. No. Do you like dogs? I love dogs, I love oh, dogs yeah. too. Lars is not name is Lee. I'm about to embark on an epic journey. A journey powered solely by kindness. <laughs> Can I live in your house tonight? Unfortunately, I don't have a house. I'm homeless right now. Can I take this blanket here? We want to put you up in a house, enroll you in some kind of certificate program where you can make your way again in life. How does that make you feel? I feel like I how the human race? <laughs> Giving sight to the poor for free is beyond words. We will fund 100 surgeries. I need to find a mechanic. I literally haven't eaten in a day. Can I stay with you tonight? Are we there yet? Can I spend the night in your house tonight? You speak English? The life of an Indian farmer is not for me. We're missionaries. We would love to offer a place for you to stay tonight. Made it all the way from Hollywood on kindness. It's true. This is real. It's going to happen. This is like my minute. Thank you. They say that giving is better than receiving. And in many ways that's true.